There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Afternoon to you. It's Tuesday. We'll be productive today. Lori and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. So Julia is out. Holly Roberts is in with Lori today. So. That's right. We just made Julia do a self-care day today because she came in yesterday because she uh, she just uh, she probably just has a cold. Yeah, you know? I, th- I think so. I think so. I think so. Seasonal changes, and being out and about. Gotten, she's the only one who hasn't gotten sick of the talk show hosts. Oh man, this, Whoa, winter, this whole winter, oh, all of us all got us. sick. Man, Julia I, was like going, "I'm the only one who doesn't get sick around here." Okay. So, you know, uh, see, that's what happens uh-huh. when you brag. That's, that's what right. happens. But I, I have to say that um, I, I really. Right now, like if you can go away on a trip and you are not elderly, you're not frail, you're not somebody with an underlying symptom, you can stay at a five and four star hotel for nothing. Your airfare is nothing. It is the bottom. And I don't know that I'd go on a cruise. Well, it's been advised by the State Department not to go on a cruise. Of course, you're not going to Italy and you're not, you know, doing stuff like this. But if you could travel, you and and you're like not you're not elderly frail or with an underlying symptom or some kind of you know where you really need to be watching your health and as long as you just were real super precautious with your hand sanitizers and your Clorox uh, wipes and all of that and you can you can go for nothing. I saw it some country at Cancun for one ninety nine. What? Oh, yes, geez. round trip. <laughs> Round trip. Wow. And there are four and five star hotels. And I'll tell you one of the things that's happening is that some schools might be canceling spring break trips and also incentive uh, uh, and um, like travel trips, like where salespeople are getting recognized. This is March and April are big months for that. So those people are more than likely working with their resorts or their cruise lines to have it be rebooked for October. Mm-hmm. Or November, mm-hmm. or maybe end of September. You know, you just got to watch out for your destinations that have hurricane season, which is August and September. Indeed. So they're rebooking. So you're going to have all these really nice yeah, resorts sure. 
that you have an opportunity to stay in that you might not otherwise because March and April tend to be spring break. High season. Yeah, yeah. So you've paid a lot. So anyway, that is the good news uh, side of this. If we're looking for silver linings in all of this. It's the travel silver lining. Unfortunately, it isn't going to happen for the cruise lines, but for airline and and, and hotels and the service economy, you know, that's all a... That's a good thing. It's not. It's going to be stress free to travel because it's not going to be real, real super, super busy. I mean, I know some of the airlines are just cutting their capacity and yeah. doing stuff, but you really could go on some amazing. You could just get out of town if you weren't planning on it, and you're like, oh, you got the, you got a lot of choices all of a sudden at a time of the year that's not ever been affordable to go. Shut my eyes and fantasize about that for a little while. And then today I took care of myself by did a little workout, but I was just like, all right, I need to cook something. I need to make a big pot of spaghetti sauce where I make extra and I'm chopping. You're making the gravy. I'm making the gravy. (laughs) You're making with the pots Uh, in the pan. That's right. (laughs) I want to stir the sauce so it doesn't stick. I got a little, I did a hamburger and then Casey likes hot Italian sausage. And I mean, I haven't cooked in so long. I've been a lazy cooker and I, that has always been kind of a, you know, Choppity chop 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 and I watch the sinner and watch Nancy <laughs> Drew and oh, you know, talk to my mom and I she said she was just looking at puppies and kittens on uh, online because she said I have to make myself turn off the news. Yeah, yeah you, the, you know, so it's fun. one of those things where yeah. you could take in the information that you need, mm-hmm. the information that's helpful. Yeah. And then when it ceases to become helpful and it becomes anxiety riddled, right? then it's time to turn away. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, luckily my DVR is just chock full of treasures of things that I'm behind on. So basically the entire schedule of the CW was awaiting you. Yeah, Lori. there's a lot, but it felt so good. And Casey came home and goes, oh my gosh, our house smells so good. And I said, I made you some spaghetti sauce. Did, <laughs> did you did you put my portion in the fridge? I didn't see it. Uh, Donnie, it needs... Usually bring... I will bring you some but here's the trick with spaghetti sauce <laughs> okay it tastes better 24 hours later oh well perfect it really does did you put meat in your sauce in your gravy? hamburger hamburger 90 percent lean you know mm-hmm. oh, and nice. then um hot italian sausage but a real finely crumbled nice and mm-hmm. then i always put in like um like a tablespoon of sugar. I don't know what mom or mother-in-law told me to do that to cut kind of like, but that's like a, like a, like a thing. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. They make it a little sweeter. Something. To bring out some of of the sweetness in the tomatoes. Anyway. So I felt, you know, I felt like, you know, I was doing a a grounding thing for me today. You can control the way that you cut the veggies. You can control the hamburger and the sausage, and then at the end of it, you get to have a beautiful meal. Yeah, because yesterday, you know, Casey made a Costco run, and, like, we've got, you know, I've got pasta for days. I've got all kinds of things. (laughs) He was just like, uh, because he was home all weekend while I was in Vegas in my bubble of fun. Oh, so he's just twiddling his thumbs being like, oh, okay. He, he, yeah, he, the most he, I think he, he might've made some chicken salad. You know, he might've cooked a couple of things, but not quite as, you know, he did watch a lot of news. I feel like he always does. I know, but sometimes he takes uh, forced absences. You know, and like Julia, I didn't want her being typhoid Sally today. Mary. 
Typhoid Mary. Typhoid Mary. Well, we got to have Corona <laughs> Connie. Corona <laughs> Connie. Corona Connie. Or Corona Corona. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. stay home one more day. We've all taken a couple sick days this winter. You just get rid of your stupid cold. Yeah. And if we learn anything, just take the opportunity. If you have to self-care, then you have to self-care. And we're all appreciative. Yes. Of when you will stay home. That's right. That's Very right. much so. The other, thing that, the other thing that was like really helping me last week with the, any corona, uh, corona that I was having was looking at Celine because she was in New oh. York City last week. Oh, yes. And she's bid farewell to New York. And Donnie posted a photo of her from a couple days ago. She Her life is a runway show in New York. But she's wearing a pink pat, uh, cat suit. And today, look number 14 was an Oscar de la Renta from the 2014, uh, from the 20 winter 2020 resort collection. And she yes. looks like a bouquet of flowers. The high low skirt, the, uh, the white go-go boots and the sweater. She's, she's just so, that's my other thing is look at pictures of Celine. Yes. Any of the compilations they have of her in New York for the last 10 days. I'm telling you, Gorgeous. it's been everything. Lovely. All right, listen, um, but Donnie posted that for if you want to take a look at it. And when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. And once again, the Bachelor producers have been working harder than Kris Jenner. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my... Had a spokesperson tell Page Six today that audience members attending the live taping yesterday or whenever it taped, maybe it taped last week, had to confirm they hadn't traveled to Italy, China, South Korea. What, Just taking precautions. And sign something. Ah, so uh, that it's like yeah. if you're fibbing, we're going to come back and we're going to show you this piece Because they did a live paper. taping and it's probably kind of... So, th- so that happened, but the Bachelor finale, oh... My gosh. Now, of course, every uh, every episode or finale of The Bachelor always ends with Chris Harrison in the promo promising the most dramatic Bachelor, Bachelor we've ever seen. They don't <gasps> even bother with a new line. They don't. It's so true. It's so true. Every the year. most controversial, the most dramatic finale we've ever seen. You've never seen it. Every time. You're like waiting, you're like waiting for Scooby and the gang to solve the mystery and for Chris Harrison to pull off his mask. I mean, yeah. And, yeah. and basically it was, uh, you know, he, and again, he promised, you know, uh, last night at the end of it, it's a controversial. You're not going to believe it. But a lot was explained last night because... Here's what I said about the Bachelor producers working harder than Chris Jenner, and we know only the devil works harder than her. <laughs> right. So the mom, Peter the pilot's mom, oh, unwittingly or wittingly or is set up, she becomes the villain. And also, it explains so much about why Peter the pilot has a horrible picker, not a pecker, a picker. <laughs> in, up here, <laughs> a not picker down there. in his head. Because his mom, <laughs> after meeting the two girls, so his family, they're in Australia, and it meets it meets Hannah. She gets the first date, and the parents buy in right away to Hannah, little doe-eyed. She's 23, and I mean, you know, uh, and, and after seeing her for like five seconds, they're like, she's the one. And, you know, Peter, Peter, she's like, oh, I feel like I've known you all your life. This is the mom. And then next up is Madison. And she is a one-on-one. And she tells Peter again, basically, I can't believe you are banging girls in the fantasy suite. I'm saving myself for marriage. I don't know if we're the ones for each other. 
after two months of TV dating. <laughs> and um, I'm really wrapping up this two hours good for you guys, I think. Thank you. Thank you. And it's yes. painfully <laughs> obvious that these two are not going to work out. And Madison is also 23. And Peter's 28. I kind of think there's a big, that five-year difference between 23 and 28 is oh, pretty, totally. Absolutely. pretty significant yes. in the maturity department. Yes. But Madison seems to be like, she's trusting her instinct. So um, anyway, uh, things get real uncomfortable when Madison meets the parents because uh, the, the mom and dad and the brother don't, they don't, they're not feeling it. They, they ask her point blank about saving herself for marriage. I mean, oh. a sex talk the first time you meet the parents? Weird. Oh. Awkward. <laughs> Beyond awkward. So how and, did Madison handle all of well, this? I mean, every, this is a bizarre world that we're in here. And, and, and Madison leaves. And then Peter's mom starts crying and gnashing her teeth. She's not here for you. She's not there. Crying and crying. I thought, well, this explains why Peter the pilot and his bad picker keeps picking dramatic women and kept saving them all season because he has a mom who's a drama queen and will cry over her son's sex life. I mean, he's going to... Anyway... So Barbara, Barbara's like, bring her home to us. <laughs> oh. What is this us stuff? Yeah, yes. right. Exactly. <laughs> is that us? Exactly. Us. And, you know, so poor, you know, and then, you know, Madison just says, you know, eh, this isn't going to work. And she appears to leave the bush, the outback. And now poor Peter has to go on a date with little baby uh, marsupials with <laughs> Hannah Ann and pretend like everything's fine, even though he doesn't love her. He loves the other one. Oh, and the parents don't want her coming home. Anyway, we cut back to the studio. Harrison comes on stage. If you think you've seen the last from Madison, you haven't. Because Peter basically started this season by having the woman who didn't pick him the Bachelorette from last time, mm-hmm. yeah. come back for just one brief appearance and made it seem like she was coming back to the show in the house. And so she never did. And then he kept going with a girl who had a tantrum and a hissy fit yeah. and a crying fit on the first night over a bottle of champagne that she brought from Iowa. Yes. I mean, this is, these are all clear signals that, you know. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, danger, danger, <laughs> danger. So anyway, basically Madison is going to come back tonight. I think he probably proposes to Hannah Ann, but we find out that they broke up two weeks after the finale was taped and Madison will come out and they will say they're dating and hold hands and we're just seeing where this goes and then they'll break up in six months. Whatever happened. That's how it's going to all work out. Whatever happened to the Bachelor, the producer, that woman that That Peter was was hanging out with. That was just, she was talking him off the cliff as they were talking into all these ridiculous scenarios with bringing girls back and forth because he did it a couple, he did it with I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel a couple girls mm-hmm. he let a couple of misbehaving women 
come back or he was very much drawn to oh, them. So there's nothing to the rumor that Peter actually ends up with that, a producer from The Bachelor. I think that was just That's made a up. planted a story by herring. ABC. <gasps> yes, that's our red herring. That they lied to us. What? Can you believe it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so obviously Madison's back. She thinks she made a mistake. Did he obviously, you know, because there's nothing like bonding over... I, wet nursing a baby kangaroo. I thought it was bungee <laughs> jumping. They both had bottles. Is that what they were doing? Yes, Feeding little babies? Yes. Oh, but they're so cute. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, the devil works hard. Chris Jenner and the producers of The Bachelor. Those people are all working hard and doing their jobs and giving <laughs> and, us the drama. And, and you're doing the Lord's work by yeah. explaining, explaining it all and it all watching it. <laughs> I mean, the mom, Madison's not there for you. She, Hannah is an angel on earth. Bring her home oh. to us. I'm over on the Bachelor Instagram account, and I'm looking at dear old mom here. She's the villain. You, it's just over, overdoing it, honey. We've honey. never thrown a mom to the Bachelor Nation wolves. It's a new one. I couldn't imagine my mother ever no, no, like absolutely not. And then if she did, you would say, excuse me, Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah, yes. and I know she only has two sons, but Peter is 28. I know by the time, I would say by the time my mom had three daughters that had at least reached the age of 21, she had long given up on giving any of us any advice about any of our love lives because she could just see we were going to do what we're going to do. Yeah. That you're at she that would age. never cry. No, she kind of. She did get teary eyed when I, you know, out of the blue to everybody else, just said I was getting divorced from my first husband because we had a good, you know, we not a good pretend, but we gave off the appearance that everything was swell. Oh. <laughs> well, that does happen. It yeah. does happen. Right. And my mom was real fond of him. So she... Uh, my Talk Keyword Podcast. Hang, hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you. It's that time of the week. Time for... It's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's Matt Belanger. No. Belanger. Want to try again? It's Matt Belanger. Juliet, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's, it's Matt Bologna. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. 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 Matt, how are you? Yeah. Oh, in the news world down at KCP. Oh, it's very busy. busy. It is, isn't busy, it? Busy, busy, busy. There's this presidential election going on, not to mention coronavirus, coronavirus. the stock market. We just, I mean, it's breaking, breaking, breaking news everywhere. Yeah. Do mm. you guys have, like, um, like his coronavirus is every day is an update? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and, and now that it's reached Minnesota and mm. Wisconsin, there's okay. a whole lot of, there's a whole new level of local impact that right. we're on top. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, keep it here. Five Eyewitness News will keep you updated. But in the meantime, I want to have a good laugh. All right. Yes. So those East Coast city slickers are at it again. Who's that? Mm, the New York Times. Oh, what has the food so, people done and, now? And Holly reminded me of something that happened in the past. Yeah. And it's, so it's happening again. We'll talk about it. So if you go to the cooking section yes. of the New York Times right now, there's a recipe for tater tot Casserole, hot dish, and what's the wrong name? No, but it, I mean, but it, wrong I, name. That's it's very deliberate. Hot dish. And it has a lot of people mad. Slap, Starting with the frustrated. title, yes. I mean, they started with the name is wrong, but this thing, this thing has like fifteen ingredients. Oh no, uh huh. And one of them is not cream soup. Oh, how do you make hot dish without cream soup? Well, according to the New York Times, you're supposed to 
make the cream soup from scratch. Oh my god. And they have word. you like they have you no. like making the soup first and then you go over to this. Did they get this from like a real Scandinavian bougie. church um, I don't know. book who the hell knows? Well, people so- Minnesotans are mad and they are posting comments and they're saying you can keep your East Coast runway version of hot dish. <laughs> well, I'm keeping my grandma's recipe. Yeah, it's It's supposed to be simple. It's a hot it's tater tot hot dish and yeah. tuna casserole. Right. It, those those are two different types. So they're messing of with it again. Dishes now. Yes. I want to make a tater. I forgot how much I love. It's so when good. my mom would yeah. make tater tot hot dish, and which was always a day when my dad wouldn't be home for dinner. It's, he, he didn't did, think it was good. Oh, well, that's that's misguided. I, I will say. So. I, I, but it's supposed to be a meat, cream soup, veggies, tots, cheese, if you're getting fancy, done. Yeah, that's None it. of this fancy schmancy East Coast stuff. So, And uh, there was this grape salad incident oh, that back went in 2014. On for like a, that went on <laughs> so, for like two weeks. Well, they're at it again now. Oh, so boy. if you go on the cooking page, you'll see. You can post a comment on there I'm right now from to. the Midwest. You should. This is Lori. Don't you know who I am? And, uh, no. and don't you know what hot dish is? I'm looking at it right now. Do you know who I am? Does it look delish? I need it. I need it. Yeah, it it does look dry because it doesn't really look creamy to me like the kind that I'm used to. It looks like it's going to be a little dry. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so that's You'd have to put ketchup on it, and that's just wrong. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) take it or leave. For whatever it's worth, it's out there in the universe, and it's uh, we got to stand by our old Minnesota standard here. Okay. So, okay, so I did something this uh, past week on TV. That has I've never been this nervous in my entire career. Oh my! Aww. Did you do what? like a like a like a like a pronto or what do you call a prostate exam? <laughs> a pronto? Like what is this? I a state fair? This could be like a new thing, like I'm a drive-through, a pronto getting, prostate exam. I'm getting my Get. pronto and prostate. <laughs> the possibility. How do I recover from that? How okay, did you don't. So, so what I did so was you, I came in in the morning, right. And, right? and you know, coronavirus is a big story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the the word on the street is if you search, and people have studied this, Americans on average wash their hands for an a- about six seconds, eight yeah, seconds, it's not enough. and and the guidance is. 20, 20 to seconds. 30 yeah. seconds you're supposed to get a good wash and so the producers I yes. come in in the morning oh, they God. go hey, we got a great idea we're, we got a great idea that's how it always starts we're gonna have you wash your hands the right way live on tv now that sounds easy, easy. enough yes it does but when when the pressure is on <laughs> in the bathroom right and the camera's there and the light's there and you're supposed to go step by step I, I'll tell you, I was very nervous, but, but I used the Centers for Disease Control official guidance oh, wow. on how to wash your hands step by step. And, of course, you get a stream of water going, get a plenty of soap on there. It doesn't have to be antibacterial. Right. Any soap works. Good lather. Get in between the fingers, fingertips, the all the way down to the yeah. wrist. Yeah. You know, yeah. thoroughly. 20 seconds. Hum, happy birthday to yourself. Two times. Right. Rinse it off, and then you're good. Use a clean towel. And you know what I did live on television? Could- I forgot to use the towel to, to turn, turn the off faucet. the Faucet, which it could be germ contained, and hell, fire, and fury rained down <laughs> onto the newsroom with the phone and the emails, oh and God. and and I and I'm grateful and I'm thankful that we have such a robust you hand, audience. You have hand washing I'm having, shame. I'm having. I had. I have a little PTSD. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so, hand washing so, shame. So don't forget. So I screamed at the end of the 6 a.m. newscast before we went to Good Morning America, and I was uh, the very last word was, "And please use a paper towel to turn off." the faucet so the emails would stop coming <laughs> just, 
<laughs> Matt Belanger, he we love him that he did this segment, yeah. but he forgot a key step. Now, so please, you know, as you go to do that hand washing, remember that and hang on to the paper towel after you turn off the faucet too. Maybe use it to open up the door of the public restroom Listen, before you leave. It's important. When I was in Vegas this weekend, I didn't touch a door handle or an elevator button. I pulled the sleeve down of whatever mm-hmm. I was wearing or I picked smart. up a napkin it's and smart. I just just thought that's what you can do to like sure. limit. Now, yes. I'm going to say something really what? controversial, okay. but I kind of want to clear my name a little bit. Now, don't misunderstand me. Please use the towel if you have it to do that. And I mean, cover your bases and, and heck, I'm going further and saying use it to open the door and then throw it away in the trash can and yes. you're good to go. However, yes. that morning I did use the official Centers for Disease Control guidance, yeah. and they actually say on their website that they don't recommend you use the towel to turn off the faucet because they say they've studied it. There's no scientific research that proves that it makes you healthier because they can't yeah. prove that it actually cuts down on germs by that point. And they do say that it's actually a waste of water and paper. Really? So that's so so. Don't come after me again, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Use the paper towels to your heart's content. I good for you. But I just wanted to say that put that out there that officially the word right. online from when you look at the government agency that's what they're and, saying. And so did there you, it is. And you had thank it, you. I feel better. Did you have it taped <laughs> up or a producer? Well, was the, the next the time I went on and I did it. We do it multiple times throughout okay. the morning because people wake up at different times and then right. you yeah. better believe the next time that I wash my hands live on television I use <laughs> I grabbed a big chunk of paper towels and I did it right oh my god so man but I yeah it was an experience and it was it's when everyone's watching you and you're doing the demonstrating yeah it's it's a high pressure kind of a moment you yeah know? so uh I saw I went to Chan House and did her th- theater oh. and I saw a music man oh you said oh, the it was music man. it was yeah, so going in a couple of weeks it was so good oh you're gonna go Donnie I'm gonna go. Okay, You're excellent. Go. And yes. I want to. I want to have a little conversation about something here because I, first of all, it was a fabulous performance. I'm gonna. This is a little dorky, but I kind of like teared up when the Wells Fargo wagon like comes when out the on Wells stage. Wells Fargo and, wagon is a like, and the kids, you know, singing what he wants from the. And I like. I literally oh, yeah. like teared oh. up. And they have this amazing set, and the, got the, a great the wagon review. rolls out. It 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 is a fabulous show. So yeah. don't misunderstand what I'm going to talk yeah. about here. But it is it is well done. I was grateful to be able to go. It was it was wonderful. However, yes. I, it's just struck me that this show was written in the 40s, right? Yeah. Meredith Wilson wrote this in right. the 40s. I, I heard that they did change some stuff, so it didn't, was it maybe well, so many sexes, or, or was there some I'll tell you, it was, to me... Uh, the, the 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 scene, of course, the main character Harold Hill, the right. professor of musicology, right. is is kind of after uh, the librarian in town, right? Uh, and uh, you know, Marion, the Marian, librarian, right. and there's a whole scene in the library where Marion is saying no, and Harold is not listening. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the I mean, the whole premise of the song is that he just keeps after her until she gives in, and, right? And it was just uh, I'm not saying it was presented wrong. I'm just saying it struck me. That is it in, in the in today's lens, lens of yeah. Me Too mm-hmm. and everything, my oh my, you know, twenty years ago. I, but does it I, take place twenty years ago or whatever? What, does it take place uh, in a different time? I think, it's late nineteenth century. I think when oh, it okay. takes place, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, the I early nineteen hundreds, sometime around then. There, so yeah. the story takes place like a hundred twenty years ago. Yeah, that's yeah, what, and, yeah. So, and 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 so it is dated. Like yeah. let's yeah. just get that right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's dated, but uh, 
I, I do. It was just interesting and noteworthy to me because well, how many things in our daily life now, and, and you, you look through yeah. the new lens, man, yeah, and good. here's this beloved musical and you're going, oh, I'm uncomfortable yeah. for Marion right now. In right, a little bit. A little bit. She, he's not listening to her. He's, I know. And I kind of. And it's know. our friend Ann Michaels. We did a show oh. with her. She's so good. She's oh, got yeah. such a beautiful yeah. her voice. Her voice is She's incredible. Amazing. And you get to. And one of the things I love about uh, Chanhassen is you sit so close yeah. and they, they go out of their way really to put you in the show in the sense that they bring the show into the audience. Yes. And I really, really love that, too. Now, I mean, they're waving you, flags at the end. You're going to love it if you're gone. Did you eat or did you just Are do you the kidding? show? You did eat. Oh, I, oh yeah. I, appetizers galore. <laughs> and then you got it. And I was told, because I've only gone twice, but I didn't know this my first time, but I'm told the thing to do at intermission is to get an ice cream drink. Oh, so, yes. Uh, <clears throat> Kyle and I did uh, get a serving of grasshoppers yeah. there to, oh, before yum. the second act. And, <laughs> I, and we said, yeah, La di da di da di da. It goes right with the show. We so we leaned back and then enjoyed the big finale. It's really great. The ending you're gonna love. I mean, all the Americana and I mean the whole place is really clapping yeah. along by the end yeah, of the show. Yeah, they always channel. It was funny. Does a great job with their costumes yeah. too. Oh, oh yes. my gosh! You know, so classic beautiful. shows like that. You have to. They get a pass. I think so exactly. too. Mm-hmm. You know, Oklahoma, yeah. there's yeah. some things in there. Well, and I think it's a learning moment. I mean, I yeah. think that's what I took away. I didn't leave thinking, yeah. oh, you know, this is not done properly or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just, just I left and I went, it. my, I mean, I was reminded of something and yeah. I left. I left feeling educated, you yeah, know, and, and and where we are. So anyway, that's good. If you haven't, uh, it runs for a long time. So if oh, you yeah. have a chance to go out to Chanhassen, right, go see good. the show. And right. can we see a repeat of your hand washing shame? Is there yeah. any eyewitness yeah. news or yes. no? Yes, remember to use the paper towel to turn off the faucet when <laughs> you're done, if you would like. And, uh, and where should we remember yeah. to tune in and watch you? So you can see me uh, Monday through Friday. I do the news with Leah McLean, uh, an hour of news at 11 a.m. on 5 Eyewitness News. And then we have this brand new local newscast at noon over on 45 over TV on 45. for another hour. So all we'll right. keep you updated. Coronavirus and all. All right. Thank you so much, Matt. We Thanks, really Matt. appreciate it. We, when we come back, we gotta dis- we gotta discuss a little music news. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it. Good as hell, Lizzo. And we're wondering when is the Minnesota State Fair going to get you booked for one of the grandstand acts? That would oh, be so because we don't have very many of them. I feel like she's too big for the grandstand. Do you grandstand think so? can hold like fourteen, fifteen thousand people? She All played right. at the Armory, and that was seven yeah, or eight. Sold out Tim days. McGraw is a big act, and he's yeah. playing the film. I suppose so, yes. Yeah, you forget okay. that when they redid that grandstand, you can really, they got a lot of uh, capacity in there, and Miranda Lambert has just been added. So we really have, um, so she's going to do the fair's opening night on Thursday, August 27th. The Doobie Brothers are Friday night, and then... Uh, Tim McGraw is Tuesday the 1st, and then a Christian rapper, singer, NF. We've played a Let song. Let You Down. Yeah. That song, Let You Down. He's going to play the big stage on the second Thursday night of the fair. So there's a lot of music still, uh, you know, to be announced from the uh, grandstand. But I think, you know... Um, That'll be both of those concerts. There will be a big appetite for both those shows. I feel like they're going to have a lot of sellouts looking at this schedule so far if they keep on booking big people. Yeah. So anyway, so that's happening in the music department. Let's see. When do the tickets go on sale? Um, Uh, The 13th. Friday. Friday. So that that is happening for your music, a pleasure. And uh, the other thing that was happening 
is um, so I really got to do a little dive into because yesterday was um, the Commonwealth Day service at Westminster Abbey that was expected to be the last royal engagement for Prince Harry and the Duchess of Sussex, uh, Meghan Markle, as senior royals. They're they're senior royal paid duty. They're transitioning out at the end of March, and so they're wrapping things up. So anyway, I really got to look at all the photos, and uh, I mean, they know, I mean, people know that everyone is doing photo assumptions. Well, let me tell you, the the by Felicia faces, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Kate Middleton, because here's what it was so bad they couldn't even pretend and when i talk about pretending i mean william and harry and megan and um kate so really they couldn't even pretend it started before the event even began because their printed program was wrong how so they changed the order um uh so house cambridge which is william and kate or they were supposed to walk with the queen and prince charles then then her youngest son, the Wessexes, were added, and um, then came the news that Cambridges wouldn't be part of that procession with the Queen or with Prince Charles because Harry wasn't. Mm. So they didn't, they walked out of order of the printed programming. So something happened, you know, and of course the British press is, who do they blame? Well, Harry and Megan. Uh, Megan. Just Megan. Yeah, it's yeah, Megan's fault. It's crazy. They were they were upset. And and William and Kate just graciously said, Oh, we don't need to follow the order. We will be, we will, you know, do it blah, blah, blah. I mean, we're not gonna be petty. And the Cambridges <laughs> arrived to take their seats, and Harry and Megan smile. Megan waves. William gave Megan and Harry the briefest of nods, and Kate Gave an undetectable greeting. Like, looked through both of them. Just gave the thousand-yard stare right through them. Well, just looking. So, I'm looking at a picture of... So, it's the queen. You can see her. And then Charles, Camilla, William, Kate, Harry, Meghan. William and Kate are just... They... I don't know what they're looking at. Off in the distance somewhere. A beautiful sunset. They are not here. Harry is kind of, like, looking through them, behind them. And Meghan is just like, I'm here right now. And I am moving through time and space. And she's smiling and just yes. being very gracious. And there is one of Harry going down the aisle. And I mean, if looks could kill, he is giving a burning look to the back yeah. of Kate's head. Yes. That's the Whoa. photo that I'm looking at, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, reconciliation is not going to happen. I don't know what it will. I don't know what went down between them, but it was ugly. It's going to be years if we ever know it, because the crown is ending, yes. Princess Diana years, <laughs> Darn it. and we're not going to have enough seasons. <laughs> oh, that would be involved. a great season. Anyway, they, uh, I mean, the Cambridges could barely greet Harry and Meghan, and that makes me believe that Prince Charles told them, you are going to walk with your brother and myself, and you're not going to be with the Queen, and that's what those guys were put out about. Mm. That's a good theory. Because they were out of order on the program. And that's why they're, that's why Kate, she was just mad. You know, she's English. She knows what all of this means. But anyway, the British papers, it's all Megan's fault. You know, again, it's the, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's really in the end, I always try and tell Julia that the two brothers, will make up, but right now they clearly can't stand each other. And Kate, 
can't stand Harry or Meghan because no. she's going to have to work now. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, That's your theory why she can't stand them because to. now she's going to have to step up in her senior royal duties. She does like 90 events a year. It's so low. It's really low. Well, right, because isn't Princess Anne the hardest working yeah, royal like, out of like all of them? Almost like 650. Yeah, she's hustling. Yeah. And I've and mm. I've noticed in the past couple of months, when you go over to the Kensington Royal Instagram page, so that's William and Kate, that Kate is stepping up. She is working, and you actually hear her talk. Yeah. She's doing She never used to do that because Megan is so effortless. I mean, she showed up at that school on Yes. I mean, she's She's such a royal shining star, and they mistreated her so badly that, I mean, Harry has to move all the way to Canada to get away from those people. And then, you know, there was a woman on, I think it was CNN, on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, you're talking about the Vanity Fair writer on MSNBC. Who said that Megan was just like five clicks above trailer trash. Oh, yes, yeah. I heard that. Oh, so in, in the yes. UK, you're only a trailer trash or, or royal? I mean, oh. yeah. it was really Hollywood speak for, you know, she's biracial. So that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Because Kate is not from aristocratic family. No. Her no. parents are party planners and her mom was a flight attendant. They're very... They were their middle class. Yes, they saved everything though to send their daughter to the school where the future king of Prince uh, of William or King of England would be going. And I think a a lot of people of a certain set might have saved up mm, all their money to yeah, send yeah. what? What was the school? Eaton Saint or, no, Andrews. Saint, Saint Andrews. Saint Andrews yeah. To go to college there. Well, sure. there's literally nothing there. Well, right. It's out in Scotland, in the middle of nowhere, and so it's like well, in the the class system in the UK is real. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it is status, whereas before, when they used to call Kate Middleton Wady Katie, and they used to look down upon her because her parents, well, they were multimillionaires, but they made their millions in a party planning. Planning You know, whereas you and And, I would be like, well, I mean... yeah, we don't have that thing. We don't have that here. Not to, at least to to the degree. degree, No, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, uh, well... Maybe Harry and Meghan might want to think about buying the Duke of Windsor, you know, his great um, uncle who quit as King of England. Mm-hmm. His old bah- Bahamian home is up for sale. Oh, oh well, delightful. How much lovely. is going to set them back? Well, let's see. It Price is, is no object. Let's see. Uh, he lived there after he quit as Queen of England. It's for sale in the Bahamas for $8.5 million. And um, uh, several years after Prince Edward, no, Andrew, Edward, Edward was his name. The Duke of Windsor abdicated to marry Wallace Simpson, the American divorcee. His (gasps) mother, Queen Mary, said she would cut off his allowance if he ever moved back to Britain. Right. So, yeah. And the Queen sent him to the Bahamas and gave him the governor's job where they bought a Bahamian mansion. And so they bought it's it's it overlooks Nassau on this gorgeous uh you know, plot of land on a ridge with oh. a, it's, it looks very, very nice. It's Spanish colonial, oh, built in the thirties. Very lovely. 15,000 square feet and uh, all the fireplaces were imported from England. Whoa. A little touch of home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, let's see, um, it's named Sigrist House. It's one of the most exquisite properties on the island. Also, um uh, there is a French chateau castle that they lived in for a bit in in Oregon. That might be uh, oh, they might want to buy oh. for three point nine million. Oh, oh just to add it to the portfolio. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, in other royal news, yeah, 
The headline running today, Prince Andrew is stonewalling investigation. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.